0: Let's bring in uh, the quarterback and see what he's got to say. He joined us, of course, Friday at the Westgate inside the Superbook, and we want to get his thoughts on uh, what is happening here with the Raiders. The news coming out last night, the Joshua Daniels, Dave Ziegler out, as well as offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi, Jay Schrader, the quarterback, the former Raider. What's happening, brother?
1: Not much, but tell me how you really feel
0: about the Diamondbacks pitching. Yeah, it stinks! (laughs) Hey, how would you like to be catching that pitching staff? Well, you didn't have to catch much because everything was being hit. <laughs> right.
1: So you didn't have to, you, they weren't catching a lot of pitches because everything that was over the plate, they were smashing.
0: So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's not a series for the pitchers, that's for sure. I mean, think about this series, Jay. We got 11 runs last night for the winning team, nine, you know, a the, the, uh, couple games before that. I mean, this is not uh, pleasing to the eyes at all. And again, you know, going into this, it's like, okay, we got a couple, you know, bottom feeders that barely got got into the World Series here. They've had no, you know, long-term success at all. Diamondbacks won it, you know, going back, you know, a hundred years ago, and Texas has never won it. I mean, really, how, how much interest have you had in this series, and how much have you seriously watched? And I know you're a big baseball guy. Well, I've watched, I've watched most of all the games
1: because um, I, I am a fan. I love baseball. Yep. I do love Corey Seager, and I'm trying to figure out why does Arizona continue to pitch to him because <laughs> right. anytime it's around the plate, he's smashing it everywhere.
0: Right. Right.
1: So All right. it'll what, be interesting to see tonight if they actually pitch to him. Who, you, who you got tonight, man? In the other man? case, you know, um, actually, I have Texas to win it. I think, uh, I think they're going to win it tonight on the road. I think they know they're close. I don't think they'll let up because I don't think uh, Bruce Bochy will let them. I think they'll, they'll come out and be ready to play. So I
0: look for Texas to win it tonight. You know, with Aroldis Garcia out of the lineup, I was thinking, okay, the D backs, you know, may have an advantage here and they may be able to take, you know, two games here, the remaining two games at home. But obviously that didn't happen last night. But I do like a team. Coming back the next day after they do put some runs on the board in the later innings, and if you go back and you chart that, that's usually a pretty good a pretty good sign that okay now now the bats yeah. are alive. We'll see. And you know Garcia out of that out of that three hole, I mean that's that's a big blow for Texas. You know not to have, but like you said, Seeger and now Simeon they're they're picking it up. Exactly, they're picking it up. And look,
1: uh, they scored ten runs last night with two outs. Yeah. That's devastating. That is devastating. Mm-hmm. It's Like, come on, just get an out, right? But they gave up 10 runs with two outs. So uh, it'll be interesting. You know, I hope for the pe- people of Texas, they get a home game out of it. But it wouldn't surprise me if Texas does win
0: tonight. All right. Jay Schrader joins us. Uh, former coach. Or rather, former coach. You like that? Uh, he is a former coach. That's true. A former high school coach. My, my guy. There you go. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, and they should be uh, throwing your name around there. Uh, it's some coaching uh, uh, job there in the facility there on, uh, on Raiders Way, so we know that. But uh, <laughs> the, the former quarterback with the Redskins and the Raiders, you are very close to this Raiders team, this situation. You spent a lot of time over there, my friend. I'm curious your thoughts when you heard the move being made official last night, and do you think the timing is right for this?
1: I was a little shocked at the timing. I wasn't surprised that he, um, but the timing, I figured they would let him play out the year to see what could happen. But obviously when you're touted as an offensive guru and you're 29th, 30th and, you know,
0: whatever in the league.
1: In, in 30 offense, and 32nd, my friend, that, that by the way, let's
0: get it right. 32nd. Yeah. <laughs> How many teams are there? Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead
1: and and i think you know look we we talked about it a little bit over the weekend you know when they had that players only meeting with the coach that's never a good sign right, right. That, i i think he lost the team at that point and i think you know mark davis just said okay enough is enough and we're going to figure out what we got moving
0: forward and just start going from there mm-hmm. Now I applaud Mark for, for the move because you very easily could have let this thing played out and you know darn well that right. nothing was going to change. So now you give yourself plenty of time to just yeah. evaluate the players that, that you want to keep and then you can now really nitpick on, on who you want to interview and for for – coaches that are maybe not coaching right now gives you time to kind of vet them a little bit and then you know you'll right. see who could be available you know come january and february so i think the timing is great here you can take your time because let's face it jay he's got to nail it this time okay no more experiments all right i don't want to see the hot right. offensive coordinator or the hot uh defensive coordinator i don't want to see a guy that doesn't have bona fide head coaching experience I just think there's too many times where it does not work out for you and especially with this locker room and with, you know, no continuity whatsoever, you really got to start from ground zero and you need a very strong head coach who has experience and knows how to deal not only with this situation but with players, but also has to have a great feel for play calling in the game as well too. Don't you agree? I, I agree. You know, you know, I'm I'll be the first one to tell
1: you uh, I know he's not going to be available because they won't let him go. I would love to see Dan Campbell come and be the head coach. I would just, I would fire up the town, fire up everybody. I think he's a guy that you know everybody wants to play for. But there's no way he's getting out of Detroit. That's for sure.
0: So let me ask you this, okay? Who is that Dan Campbell? Because Dan Campbell was a guy. He was an assistant coach, and again, didn't come with a whole bunch of fanfare. No one really knew who Dan Campbell was. You never really anticipated, well, this guy could be a head coach of an NFL football team. But he brought the passion, he brought the heart, the feeling, and again, uh, this guy works around the clock. So who is that guy that maybe can can be as successful as Dan Campbell that maybe hasn't got a shot? You know,
1: last week when I was on the show, you know, about who's out there and who's going to be the up and coming. I think you're right. I think he's got to have head coach for one to come into this, but um, they've got to have the passion. You know, we talked last week, I don't think the team is enjoying playing football, and they certainly didn't look like it in Detroit on Monday night, that's for sure. I mean, it looked like it was a grind, and football is a hard enough game to play without passion, so you got to find somebody that can instill that passion back in them.
0: What is wrong with this offense? I mean, you're the quarterback. You can dissect this thing, and you know what McDaniels was trying to do and everything, but if you've got to pinpoint the problems with this offense and get it corrected, what do you do? Well, you, you've you got to establish something
1: that you can hang your hat on, and that has never been the case for the last year and a half under Josh. It's always seemed like it's kind of a, just throw everything out there and see what works. Um, You know, at one point, you knew when you were going to play the Raiders, you are going to have to tackle Josh Jacobs. Well, that kind of went out the door this week, right? I mean, this last year. Um You knew you had a short receiver in Renfro that was going to get open, a deep threat. Um, You know, they missed Devontae a couple of times last week, but there just hasn't, to me, there hasn't been anything continually – Week to week that they go, this is what we do, this is how we're going to do it, and they get it done. It's always been something new, and I think that's a hard way to play offensively. You've got to be able to line up and go, hey, look, we can get four or five yards on this play anytime we want. Mm -hmm.
0: We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo really fail this year, and he's only played six games. He's been injured. I'm curious, and, and we're not going to see him moving forward, it looks like, but I want to know what you see when you see Jimmy Garoppolo with this Raiders team, and is it the same Jimmy Garoppolo that you saw with his time backing up Brady in New England, and then when he got a chance to start and carry the 49ers to that Super Bowl, is is he the same guy or a different guy? Or, again, is it more system you know, being the problem here? Well, I don't think... that's a tough question to answer. You know, is he
1: the same guy? Uh, You know, number one, we we talked about this when they first signed him uh, and I was on your show, he's never completed a season. And, you know, that held true this year, right? Uh, He's always been hurt. You always got to have a backup. And, you know, he just, he has not played well, that's for sure. He is certainly not the guy that, you know, played in San Francisco when they're making that run and all that. But, um, you know, I don't know. I can't pinpoint the problem. But uh, it's—is it the system? Is it the guys around him? Is it him? That's hard to say. But he certainly hasn't lived up to the billing that uh, they were hoping for.
0: All right, Antonio Pierce is going to take over, and he came out and said, "Aiden O'Connell is our quarterback going forward." And when asked about, you know, what is how does the team feel about that? They said, "Hey, uh, they—they—they're all behind this guy. They're ready to 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 support him." Uh, when, when you look at Aiden O'Connell, I want your thoughts on on that. And is this the proper move? Because again, you got Garoppolo who struggled. You got Brian Hoyer. You, you, you know, you bring both these guys more New England guys, more Patriot guys. So I get it that, Hey, you know, the Patriot way is no more. So you clean those guys out along with your offensive coordinator, your head coach and your general manager. I get all that. But one interesting quote was said that he's our best quarterback right now are you buying that
1: well you know i don't know if he's the best quarterback right now but i think he's the right option for right now when you make a change like this you got to get some enthusiasm and some some life in you and i think that's what he brings okay so Everybody knows the other two guys, poor Brian Hoyer, every time he gets a chance to start, he loses, right? So you're not going to go that way because everybody looks at that and goes, well, that's not going to work. Jimmy's been struggling, so why not go with the young guy? You know he's going to be excited. You know he's going to bring some enthusiasm. Let's see what happens. So they're going to roll the dice and find out what they
0: have. Antonio Pierce, interim head coach, uh, second year with the Raiders as an NFL assistant, and that's it. Just just two years as an NFL assistant. Uh, was a high school head coach for four years at Long Beach Poly, which you're familiar with, and then you know four years under Herm Edwards at Arizona State. Uh, you know, you know, coaching the defense, uh, linebacker coach. He joined this Raiders staff last year as a linebacker coach. And, again, he played for your organization, the Washington Redskins, played uh, with the New York Giants, played there some good coaches, right? Joe Gibbs and Tom Coughlin and others there. How much do you know uh, Antonio, Antonio Pierce? And give me some thoughts when you heard that he was going to be the interim coach moving forward for the Raiders.
1: Uh, number one, don't know much about him, uh, haven't met him. But, again, I think – when you look at the big picture, TC, this is this is a guy that is going to be excited about his position, excited a chance to show what he can do, and between he and O'Connell, I think that it's going to infuse some, you know, energy into the room. I think is is what's going to happen, and I hope that that's the case. But the other side of it is I've been on this where a coach has been fired in the middle of the year, you know. They fired Mike Shanahan when I was there and Art took over and Art had never been a head coach before. And there's gonna be some struggles. Okay. There's you know, who's doing what? Who's making all the calls? Who's make who has the final decision, you know, on different things. Um so they're gonna to have to work through that. There's some gonna be some growing pains, but it also for the for the players You've got to, as a player, you've got to look yourself in the mirror right now and go, I'm playing for a job, and how how have I done so far, and what am I going to do to correct and put myself in a better position as this year winds out, the second half of this year? Um, because they are. They're playing for a job. I mean, there's no GM. So they're going to have to put stuff on tape for whoever they hire as the GM uh, to come in and look at and go – I like the way that guy plays, and I mean, that's hustle on every play, and that's just something, I think that's the thing that's irked me, and we mentioned it, you know, last week, they just, not everybody is hustling on every play, and I think, you know, you're a professional athlete, you're getting paid a lot, a lot of money uh, to play this game, which you know, you deserve, but you got to go play, you got to go out and do it, and now is the time where you got to look yourself in the mirror and go, hey. You know, my job's on the line, too. Nothing's guaranteed.
0: Jay Schrader speaking to us uh, about that aspect. Uh, He's lived it himself. Here's the narrative that a lot of people are going to take away when they start hearing the sound bites from the press conference earlier today with Antonio Pierce. He brings a lot of fire and mean he, he said you know he looked in those players eyes and said listen you know we got to come together and you know he 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 wants to get the best out of them and now you have a fresh voice and he said that the the locker room was was invid- invigorated okay that that's great so a lot of people are going to to get that and buy into that all right however i think you hit the nail on the head and and i agree with you totally you're going to have a problem here with with coaching this game this happens On a short week, you got a Monday night game. This all goes down Tuesday night. You come back to the facility, and and you've got basically two days of practice, basically, is what you've got. You can't change anything offensively, defensively. The only thing you could do is try to rally these guys and play on emotion. But again, Antonio Pierce has... Has never called a game uh, on either side of the ball. You lost your offensive coordinator and your head coach, and now you're gonna, you know, bring in a quarterbacks coach to to okay. Now you're gonna call the game. I just see there's gonna be a lot of issues with this game coming on Sunday. And sure, fans are gonna say, "Hey, Josh McDaniels is out of the building," and 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 now all of a sudden we're gonna turn this around. We're playing the New York Football Giants. They stink just like the Raiders do, right? But. How talk about the difficulty of game planning and putting something together on short notice, especially when you got people in the room and on the sidelines who have to make these tough calls that haven't done it before. Right. Right. And what people don't,
1: you know, people on the outside world don't realize is the coaching staff, uh, had been watching film on the giants last week already. Right. So you're talking about Josh McDaniels and them already having an idea going in, um, this week, what the Giants did and everything else. Well, they're gone. So who's going to take that role? Who's going to go up and say, okay, we've watched this film. This is what we're going to do. What, you know, Where is that going to fall? So there's a lot of questions to be answered, and we won't know. I bet you a couple of weeks because there's going to be some growing pains, uh, you know, because I've been on teams where you make the change, and all of a sudden they go, okay, one guy calls the plays, and then they go, one guy's a run go- run game coordinator, one guy's a passing coordinator. Well, that means they've got to coordinate every play. Are we, are we running the ball? Are we throwing the ball? And then who has the final say? right? I mean, that. Uh, so there's some things they have to work out in that building in two days, and uh, it's going to be interesting.
0: What have you noticed during your time here as far as the structure of this organization? And obviously, they've gone through some trying times and probably unlike any uh NFL team that in the last few years. When you go through Gruden and and you think he's going to be the guy, you think he's going to be here for 10 years or so because that's the contract that he signed, and then he gets let go, which, you know, Again, everyone was blindsided with that. And then you got to finish out that season two years ago with an interim head coach. And then you go you start from scratch, new GM, new head coach. And now that's not working and everything. But, you know, we both know Mark Davis very, very well. And we know that, you know, he's, he wants the best for this organization, but it just hasn't worked out for quite some time. I'm curious. What have you noticed during your time here? Just as far as the operational aspects of this organization and then going forward.
1: Well, it, yeah, it's just been kind of um, inconsistent in my mind because, you know, I'll tell you the best stretch of football that I've seen in the last couple of years uh, is after, you know, Gruden got let go. The interim coach, that was the most excited I've seen the Raiders play in a long time, yeah, and i was I was really shocked that they went outside the building uh again, you know, went for a big name, the splash, and everything else, and it just didn't work out where you know sometimes maybe it's not the big name that comes in that can really get the the players' attention so let's hope that Antonio can can grab their attention and and get things turned around
0: and, and I'm sure that that's what we're going to see I think that you know the players will probably play inspired uh, you know again for Antonio for the most part uh, he's been here two years they probably like him but I think you know again then when it gets it, it's when it gets tough again and things don't fall in the place Then how are they going to respond? So I think initially, I think they will respond, and maybe Jay they have the right opponent this week. But again, it goes back to the play calling and putting together a game plan, and who's going to make those 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 tough decisions on you know on 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 third and seven and and fourth and two, and that's a whole different world where you know I don't have any faith. In And these guys who are going to be in charge, especially week one, because they haven't done it before, so that's where my questions you know come in but yeah, then' let's, well, let's, and, and then look, talk about I, the opponent this week
1: well i you know I agree with a lot of what you said, but I'm also very leery because they're in the same situation right, right. i mean their their players are looking up going, man, what am I doing i got I gotta play to stay here right I got to start getting it together uh and everything else i think I think their head coach is good. Um, Yeah, I think they've fallen on some hard times. They've had some injuries, obviously, losing their quarterback and, you know, trying to move on from that. But, um, you know, so it kind of scares me too because you're going into a game where you're going to be excited and I'm, I guarantee you the other team's going to be excited because they're looking at you going, man, that, that whole place is in a mess, right? They just fired their coach. Nobody knows it. So that invigorates them. So, Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what kind of football is played on Sunday.
0: All right. Final thing for you here, my friend. Uh, What direction do you think that uh, Mark Davis uh, needs to go here?
1: Well, I think he's got to find somebody. You know, it's it's crazy because the trend the last few years is is younger guys uh, with some enthusiasm and with some passion. I get that, um, you know, because – that you're trying to relate to today's players, but then again, I look at Kansas City, and Andy Reid's been around forever, and he is captured the locker room like nobody's business, right? Um, I think you just got to find the right personality. I think you've got to find somebody uh, with that enthusiasm that has a joy and a passion for the game that the players can truly feel. Not, He doesn't have to go be a rah-rah guy, jump up and down, but the players can read a coach pretty good. Yeah. And if he's got you know, the passion and the joy and the belief in his players, they'll play hard for you.
0: I agree. And for me, it has to be a guy who has proven head coaching experience. The, no more experiments. No more of the hot offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator. Yeah. And again, I, it, and a lot of that is because you, you want don't want to spend the money on a big contract uh, and you think that that's the path. And to me, that that's not the path because there's been a handful of guys that that has worked with. But for the most part, it doesn't work. Uh, and I think more importantly, you gotta have a guy that can command that locker room, a guy who's been there before, a guy, you know, that can take over a team that's, you know, kind of a mess. I mean, you got some, some veterans that, right. that have been around and, you know, some, some guys, you know, got their one foot out the door already. You got some young guys. So it, it's a very unique locker room, a very unique roster right here. But you need somebody to not only in, invigorate enthusiasm, but for me, you got to have somebody that can coach, can coach these guys, that, can get them to play, right. get them to buy in, but then also be a leader of men. And I don't think they had that with Josh McDaniels, frankly, you know, someone that could be a leader of men. And there's a, a couple right. guys out there that have head coaching experience that have been there, have lots of head coaching experience that I think, you know, would, would maybe jump at this opportunity, but I just don't know if if mark will go that way, I hope he does I hope he realizes from his mistake saying, you know we can't go this way anymore with you know the younger unproven guy, let's get a guy who has plenty of head coaching experience,
1: yeah, and you know there's you know everybody's gonna look at the college ranks and everything else it's it's a different world, okay, yeah. i mean, look. Nick Saban tried the NFL, too, and that didn't work out. But as a college coach, you know, is there anybody better, right? I mean, so um, that's not always I hope he takes his time. I hope he goes through the process, you know, deliberately and finds the right person.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and again, that's another thing, too. I I, I don't want to see a college coach... You know, come in here because again, that, that hasn't worked. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, there are certain things for me. I mean, they should just be, you know, X'd off like, okay, uh, you know, young OC DC XX, a college coach X. No, I want someone who's coached in the NFL before and been a head coach and they right. can it, again can be a leader of men. It will command that locker room and knows right. what the heck he's doing. And again, there's not a whole bunch of those people out there, but there are some. And, uh, hopefully Mark Davis will focus oh, on me- that.
1: Let me let me throw this out there. Okay. Let me throw this out there. Okay. What would it take to get Tony? What would it take to get Tony Dungy to come back to
0: coaching? There you go. Okay. So you and I are kind of on the same page. I uh, now, and, and I'll go ahead and throw my name out there too. Uh, Tony Dungy, because he's been away from it for a while, and he's probably pretty comfortable. I don't know, but you at least have the conversation with Tony Dungy, right? And my right. My, my my guy, who I think would would chomp at this bit, would be Herm Edwards. I would love to see Herm Edwards get a, get a shot yep. at this because he's hungry, yeah, I wouldn't, and he's going to command it. And he's passionate. Exactly. Yep, and he's passionate. Yep. he's He's been there,
1: done that, you know, on the field and off. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't – yep, Herm, Herm would be a good guy too, but – you know, I just I have the utmost respect for Tony Dungy and yep. you know, you talk about being a leader of men, it doesn't get any better than
0: that. Exactly. Exactly. But see, that's the realm I think that that's where you got to put the list together. And you start with those two guys. And if they aren't interested, okay, that's fine, but just keep it in that realm. You know what I mean? Keep it in that right. realm because this is this is this is our prerequisite right now, right? And a lot of times you cast, you know, a a big net out there and you've got college coaches, you got coordinators, this and that. No, 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 no. Let's, let's focus on what we need with this team in this building. And I think that's what you need leaders of men, guys that have done it before, that know this league inside and out. You and I, you and And I, there we go. You and I, you and I should meet with the boss and say, boss, this is there we go. You know, that's it. And plus, call call him up. Call him up. We'll sit down. We'll have dinner. I I know
1: you're always up for a free meal, so you know, <laughs> pick up that or, You know, we'll we'll
0: go out. We'll discuss it a little bit. That's what I said. I could envision that, and like I said, and you beat me to the punch. And of course, we'll be getting a free meal out of it too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and as we know, the, our our boss, he likes to eat too. He's fine with eating. Yes, yeah. he's fine
1: with eating. You know, he goes out and all the time with. Eating. You know, we'll go to one of his favorites, PF chains, wherever he wants to go. We're
0: good. There you go. We'll find something. There it is. See, we got we got to figure it yeah. out, man. Just put put Jay and I, uh, you know, in in the room. There, we'll 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 handle it. There you go, brother. We'll, I pre- we'll help it off. I appreciate uh, appreciate the time and a good good luck with your your high school playoff football game uh, this weekend, man. Yep, Friday night at 7, playoff football, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. There you go, brother. All right, have the popcorn ready, okay. Okay, sounds good. Take care, brother. See you already. Jay Schrader in the house, former quarterback, Redskins Super Bowl champion and also Raiders, very passionate about this team. He wants to see it it done right uh, as well too.